Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoy this episode. There are links in the details of this episode that will take you to my Patreon, my YouTube channel, as well as my books. This is episode number 110, my no spend year. Hey there, minimalists. I hope you are having an excellent day today. I am still feeling the rejuvenation of January. I love having a new start of the year. This year has been really different though because my goals have been very, very different and I have been in this figure out what I really want to do, what is fulfilling to me mode since last spring and I've found that it's really taken me into this new year to realize that I have more work to do, obviously, like we all have work to do, but uh, it's it's been interesting to see it in this new capacity, but I'm actually really enjoying this deep work that I have been making progress on. Before we jump into the personal update, we've got a couple of things to talk about today. First off, I have a new YouTube video out. You can check it out in the link in the details. In this video, I kind of take you along with some day-to-day things. One of my goals this year was to garden all year long, and we do full-time RV, so it is a bit of a challenge, but I really wanted to participate in this, especially since we are stationary during the school year. I started some sprouts, so you can see us do that, and you can get a little glimpse of my family having a snow day and some things like that, but also I make a plant-based coffee creamer, and it is so good. I developed this recipe a little while back, and I have been using it in my tea, and it's delicious. So if you want to check out the YouTube channel, that link is down below. I plan on showing more of my goals in these videos. It's taken me a long time to figure out what do I actually want on my YouTube channel, which is one of the reasons why I neglected it for so long. I needed it to be more achievable to film and produce, but I also needed it to have purpose for me. So that is what I'm going to be sharing more of, showing you how I'm achieving some of these goals so that you can not just hear me talk about it, but you can see the progress. We also have a new review today. Lindsay Mom 19 entitled her review, feels like I'm listening to my friend and gave the show five stars. Thank you so much, Lindsay Mom 19 I really appreciate it. The review says, I just love this podcast. I only recently discovered it and I'm hooked. Katie is so fun, bubbly and easygoing. She's also very relatable. I'm a mother to a toddler and always interested in self-improvement. This podcast is easy to digest and is so mood boosting. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Lindsay Mom 19 I really appreciate it. Helps out so much, but also I love that communication. It is so special to me and I appreciate it so very much. So thank you. As far as my 2022 goals went for this week, I was able to practice being frugal. That was really a good thing. I did a lot of the usual things like turning off the lights and combining errands so that when I went into town, I was saving on gasoline and not just going into town a bunch. I would say the most fun frugal thing that I did this week was I made bagels. I had made bagels like 10 or 15 years ago a few times and I did not really enjoy the process because I was using a super finicky recipe, but I recently watched several people make bagels and I was like, this is easy. I can totally do this. So I made bagels for breakfast one morning and that was our kind of homeschool start the day off. We always try to do something fun and interesting. My kids loved it and it's very interesting. We were able to talk about the reaction with the baking soda in the water and the bagels and what that does to them and everything. So that was fun, but also it's a really great skill to be able to make bread. So I want to pass that on to my children. I feel like I would be very embarrassed if they don't leave my home knowing how to make a solid loaf of bread and maybe some bagels or something like that. 
but it saves so much money and the bagels taste incredible. I am very excited to have realized that this is a simple thing to make does not have to be overcomplicated. I ended up making bagels and I was going to freeze them, but my family pretty much just ended up eating all of them, uh, the first batch as well as the second batch. But I am going to be making bagels and hopefully freezing them because I think they'll freeze great. I feel like it's a really fun and very cost-saving frugal thing that I did this week. So that that's my favorite one as far as being frugal goes. Another goal that I had was to go on an outing with one of my kids or my husband one time each week. So just one person each week, one outing each week with rotating through my family members. I decided to start youngest oldest. So this week was my son's turn and we had such a great time. He wanted to take a picnic and go to the park. We had a really sunny day, which was amazing and much needed. We were on flood watch. There was all kinds of weird stuff happening around us this last week, but we're all okay. We had this sunny day. We packed a little picnic and went to the park. It was a great time and made me feel really good about my decision to continue working on my family relationships and bonding and making sure that I show my family how much I love them. That's really what I want to get out of this, but I also want to have fun with them and build great memories. My daughter's really excited for her outing next week. I think she's come up with this crazy cookie recipe that she wants to try to make. And so I will be probably telling you about that next time. And success. I have gotten my laundry done and I will not be doing any laundry this weekend. That was another one of my goals was to not do any laundry on the weekends. And I have made it and I've freed up washers and dryers for those who need to do the laundry on the weekend. I'm pretty happy about that. Today, I want to talk about how my no spend year went in 2021. I know it's a little bit into the year, but you might be wanting to do a no spend year. Some of you might have been wondering, like, where's the closure on this no spend year that Katie was going to do in 2021? I really felt like I needed to talk about it. I opted to make it personal, so it was not a true 100% no spend year. I decided to work in categories and... I set up various rules that would work for myself. It just didn't seem like it would work for me this year to do a true no spend year. And so that is why I did a modified no spend year. Basically, I just figured I would go through what my categories were and my rules were and share them with you and how I did today. That way, hopefully you can take something away from the things that I learned. And also you can have that closure with me on what's going on with my 2021 no spend year. My first rule for myself was that I wanted to save my personal spending money. When my husband and I budget each month, we have an allotment of spending money for each person in the family. My kids have to earn theirs through doing chores and they get an allowance. But um, yeah, my husband and I also allot a certain amount of money for us. I'm happy to say that I was able to save about 75% of my money and 25% went to Christmas gifts or gardening, hobby ventures and things like that. I didn't say that I couldn't take up any hobbies, but I was so careful about what I allowed myself to spend my money on. I was very, very careful. And I'm actually really pleased with the success that I was able to reach here. I ended up buying three pots, some soil, seeds, a couple of plants. I did purchase some twinkle lights for one of the plants I got. I purchased some wire, ribbon, macrame rope yarn and also a few souvenir pins which I collect and a hat 
Anyway, that is what I did spend some of my personal money on. All in all, I feel like this was really successful. So I'm very pleased with how that goal went. The second category was that I wanted to limit my spending as far as our family went for purchases for the home. I wanted to limit the spending to only replacing items. I can say that I did this one 100%. I replaced some washcloths, a spatula scraper, our instant pot, which I love our instant pot. I use it seriously, I think every single day. I also purchased yarn to replace throw blankets, which I crocheted for our family. I didn't purchase any new silverware. I continued to use our bedding and things like that. I didn't purchase anything new for the home unless it was a true replacement. And honestly, those few things that I listed off are hardly, I don't know, that's not very much at all, in my opinion. All in all, very pleased with the purchases for the home. I feel like I was able to really rein that in, which was great. The third category was to limit my chocolate purchases to six a year. Eh, I, I really didn't do great on this, honestly. April threw me for a major loop. It was amazing how kind of overnight a lot of things changed in my life. And there were some things that I had to let go of. This was one of them, though I didn't throw all caution to the wind. I just didn't pay attention. I feel like this category became something that it was just like, okay, well, I, d I don't know how much chocolate I've purchased, but I don't think it's the biggest of my problems. And so I sort of let it go. My main thing here was to not purchase chocolate at the grocery store, just to not make that like a regular thing. Because every couple weeks, I would just throw something in the cart. It might be 70% dark chocolate, and it might be of a higher quality or a specialty brand or something. But it was still just throwing something in the cart. And that's the habit that I wanted to get out of. And so when I look at that, that is where my success was. I don't do that anymore. I don't just randomly buy chocolate at the grocery store anymore. So I guess it was successful in that I changed my behavior, but I didn't keep it to six in the year. So I don't know. However you want to look at that one, I feel like I did a good job, but in a different way than I'd set out to try that one. Rule number four for myself was I didn't want to spend any more of my personal money on eating out. I remember the last time that I did that, I went to go and have kind of my working day where my husband takes over while I go and get to work or have a little bit of chill time or things like that. We give each other one day like that each week, which works out really beautifully. I spent a lot of my personal spending money from that month on that eating out. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is ridiculous and it's wasteful. I'm not getting anything out of this. At first, I started to pack my little meals out or take my own tea or different things like that. I kind of just lock myself in the bedroom and work, 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 or relax a little bit while I eat or things like that. And I make dinner in the Instant Pot so that I can have something when I feel like emerging from the cave and enjoying something to eat for dinner. But mostly... I have done a really good job with this. I think that except for that one meal, I did not use any of my spending money on anything like that, which made me feel really good about keeping that money in my pocket. Goal number five related to clothing. Now, due to the major life and health disruptions that I experienced in the spring, a lot of things changed as far as my goals went. A lot of them did. That is one of the reasons why I didn't YouTube. I just didn't have time for it. I was working on so many 
things that were much more important than putting out a YouTube video. I, I needed to take care of myself. Getting healthier was a much bigger priority than my size. I didn't want to purchase clothing until I had gotten to the size that I wanted to be. And while I'm, I had enough, I, I wasn't like depriving myself or anything. I was just like, you're almost there. Like, just don't buy clothes until you get there. Um, I ended up needing to purchase a few items in my current clothing size. And I hope that I'll soon be in my ideal weight. But this has been a situation of two steps forward and one step back. I am still making progress in the right direction. But mostly, I got healthier in ways that were essential for my personal growth and health and so many different things that just benefited everyone around me. So that was more important. I guess in the end, I just didn't care if I had to buy some clothing items at the current size. It was okay to me. I was very careful about what I purchased though, and that I made sure that I purchased what I needed and wasn't going crazy buying a whole bunch of stuff. The last no spend category that I set for myself was that I didn't want to buy any more books until I had read what I owned. I completed this one 100% of the way. I think the last book I had to go into the laundry room and pick something out, which there are so many good books in there I didn't mind doing. But that's what ended up happening. And I also didn't purchase any new books. So I feel like I did a really great job with not spending any money on new books until I'd read what I already had. So those were my no spend goals for 2021. My take on a no spend year would be this. It is absolutely worth it. I don't think that I buy much anyway, but I always had this reminder in 2021, like you are doing a no spend year. You shouldn't even look at that. And it, you know, I still looked at things. I think it's fun to see the beautiful things that people have created and also to allow me to see like if that is something that would suit something that I would like to have that's already on a wish list that's been on a wish list for a long time or whatever. I have no problem with looking at things. I think it's fun, but I tend to not spend much on anything. But now I think that I have trained myself over this year to spend even less. I definitely saved money for myself, but also my family. I was able to focus more on contentment. I was able to look around my home and see no, I already have enough. I, I don't need that or I'm fine without that. I don't, I don't want anything else. I'm going to just take care of what I already have. I also found that I got even more scrappy and creative with using what I already had on hand, which I think is a good thing. I think it's good to be inventive with what we've already got when we do have a need. Doing a true no-spend year, I'm not sure is something that I will ever be able to do. I have no idea, but I am glad that I did this no-spend year in 2021, and I, I'm glad that I did it my way. I think if I would have done a true no-spend year, I would have failed within the first little while. We have a family. We're growing and shifting and changing. I've got one child that's now a teenager and she's kind of putting off the things of her childhood and moving into those teenage years and her interests are changing and I see how 
there are things that are changing in our home as well. It's it's a really interesting thing to observe, but I wouldn't feel right about saying we are not going to spend any money as a family. It just wouldn't be right. So I was really glad that I personalized it and made it something that I knew that I could do and also that it would be challenging for me. It was challenging. I'm Oh my goodness. There were so many moments where I wanted to purchase things, but I was happy to have the challenge and that I was able to do a really good job with it, I felt. As for 2022, I see needs and changes and also a need for a different focus on my horizon. So I don't see myself saying 2022 is another no spend year. It was an experiment that I wanted to try and I gave it a solid try. I feel like I did a really good job with it. So I'm happy with what I did in 2021, but I am mostly trying to nourish what I got out of the no spend year that I did and keep that moving forward. Interestingly enough, I am finding it so much more difficult to actually make a purchase. I have all of these checks that I go through in my head so that I'm purchasing with a purpose and a good purpose. It's interesting because even in the last week or so, you would think like, oh, now you don't have any of these restrictions. You can go do whatever you want. No, I I don't want to. I don't need to. I don't feel any of that. And in fact, I feel so much happier with the things that I've got that it's very interesting to me and I'm, I'm curious how long that will last or if I will have to do a refresher maybe a no spend month every once in a while or maybe in 2023 I will do a no spend year I don't I don't know for now though I'm going to enjoy these good things that I've got and just keep those habits going my minimalist challenge for you would be to ask yourself what is an area you could imagine doing a no spend in and consider trying it. It really is fun if you need to rein in some of your spending either because you are working on your finances or trying to maintain your minimalism or if you're a newbie with minimalism, that is a really interesting time to try to do a no spend because minimalism is one of those things where you can donate a bag of stuff every day and also bring in a bag of stuff every day and you will always end up with the same amount of things. In the beginning, it's hard in in my opinion it's it can be very challenging it's it's very tempting to just get rid of all of your stuff but if you don't curb that habit of bringing excessive amounts of things in which is how you likely got excessive amounts of things into your home if you're working on minimalism and find yourself with an excess amount of things like you have to stop bringing stuff in it is just as or more important to stop bringing things in than it is to get rid of all of your stuff because naturally your things will wear out and you will find yourself getting rid of things. It's so much harder, I think, to quit bringing things in. So a no spend is a great way to pinpoint those areas where you struggle and decide, I'm going to do better. Even if you say, I'm going to not spend any in these categories six months out of the year, or every other month, or for a quarter of the year, or a week, or a month, whatever it is that you're trying to do, it's an interesting, interesting idea. I hope y'all have a great minimalist week. Remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff. And I will see you next time.